In the style of Fleetwood Mac, tell me lies. You killed it. Uh, probably um, should have done dreams. That's a way can easier I, one. Um, we actually did that last week, and um, I just want to say <laughs> that having a time. Yeah, since it's the second Fleetwood Mac song that we've had on this podcast, what? you know that someone's going through a breakup. I yeah. know, right? I, so- I, I. Sorry, I couldn't back you up too much in that, but I have my sexy voice today. I love it. I Thank love you. it. How's it going, Emily? Uh, All right. I mean, I don't think I sound like a sixty-year-old woman who smoked her. Tell me lies. <laughs> tell me sweet lies. A lot. It's like um, Marge Simpson's. Oh, sisters. the sisters. Yeah, I've been compared to the sisters a lot. Uh, and they're it a forever. Always mood. hurts my feelings. I shouldn't. Uh, they're well, living their best lives. They are. They're they're fucking great. Great women. Salt also, you the can earth. tell they fuck. Of course they do. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, that's what it's going to end up being for me. I'm just going to be smoking cigarettes out of my pussy and fucking whoever's coming around. You don't have anything else. No, I don't. You smoked some cigarettes last week, I heard. Oh, uh, yeah. You said you were chain smoking some cigs. (laughs) You always know shit's popping off when I'm smoking cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Because I have so little left in terms of like vices that it's coffee. Now it's exercise. There's not enough coffee in the world. There's not enough coffee in the world. So it's cigarettes and it's like biking around in the middle of the night screaming in like the dead of winter. This yeah. is the only things that move I'll the needle the for cigarettes. me. I'll take the cigarettes. I don't were. even smoke, but I'll take the cigarettes. They're good. I was like furiously smoking outside of a comedy club being like a fucking threesome. And we'll get to that. You know what the thing is about <laughs> cigarettes? Like you just cannot recreate the pure um, like villainy and the rawness Ugh. and the emotional symbolism of the cigarette. You can't recreate it with a jewel. No, you can't. It looks like you're smoking a USB drive. It really does. Black. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the kids out there. Smoke if you want to, just not all the time, you know? Yeah. I've um, become pretty addicted to the jewel. I know you have. Yeah. And uh, I've ne- I've never smoked. I smoked one cigarette in the seventh grade. Welcome, my friend. Uh, yeah. I've also become a soda drinker. Getting- this is like... I'm almost 30. Like, this is... The, I should have been past the window. Yeah, you're picking up vices. What's going on? I don't know. It's better than cutting yourself, I guess. I... I, I well, we'll get to that. Anyways, um, welcome to the show. Returning guest... Also, fucking all-star mess, our favorite and yours, Mike Coscarelli. Ladies, thank you so much. All-star mess, probably the best one-line bio to describe me yes. yeah, I've right. ever heard. We should get you a varsity jacket. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a varsity mess. You I really feel like true. It would match your style profile, too, I feel like. Uh, yeah. A little bit, yeah. I have like a... Like a leather, like a yeah. two-tone leather type of deal. Yeah. Mike used to be our producer. Yeah. I was, yeah. For a hot minute. 
he was the f- best producer we've oh, ever fucking had. I appreciate Unreal. that, guys. He was the best. And <clears throat> it was also so If anyone fun. needs a, a freelance podcast producer. Seriously. If you can Mike afford me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mike Coscarelli is no fucking joke. He also like understands what trash monsters we are because we knew each other from open mic. So I always felt uh, yeah. very understood. It was uh, the the level of trash monster that you got. More Andrea. Thank you Emily, so yes. much. Andrea is just like on a different tier. <laughs> Do you remember but, that time that I got I got in a little earlier than you, shocker. What? And, um, <laughs> and I aggressively got my period I remember like, that. right before recording. <laughs> I remember that. And I was like perioding on the seat. It yep. was on my sleeve somehow. Yep. Like yeah. it got everywhere. Yeah, that was a big mess. It was on my cheeks. Beautiful moment for yeah. you Both too. sets of cheeks. But nice. I can say that that aspect of your personalities and your dynamic drew me to you guys when I was trying to put uh, a podcast network that did eventually fail together in the first place. I mean, much appreciate. Also, it wasn't your fault. It it wasn't your fault. Those people were fucking nightmares. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. I was going to say a story for another day, but you guys were great. Thank so you. So I Thank think you. that we had like a great dynamic together. And it's weird because the arc of my involvement with the Hot Mess Comedy Hour started as I, I was I was a guest with my former partner, oh, not Chris in life. Chaney. No, Gene Getman. Oh, my God. Right. This, this had to have been four years ago. Old school Gene. Yeah, right in the yeah, beginning. Way yeah. long time ago. And then um, I, I a couple years later started producing the show. Sure. Yeah. And then I remember uh, when I was producing it seeing all the people come in I was like am I ever gonna get to do the show again yeah because I am I am like I'm the perfect guest oh my god you're a fucking slam dunk and you're right there (laughs) yeah right and I was there the whole time (laughs) and it would cross my mind and now here we have come full circle yes a couple years later and you guys may I say you are getting me at peak mess. Oh, you don't think that's a fucking accident? <laughs> like, what? What? People are always like, when you text me, it's always conveniently while I'm like melting down publicly. I'm like, oh, is it? You're watching. You don't uh-huh. say. Someone's good at booking? Question <laughs> mark. Um, I mean, listen, I'm also publicly, I mean, I posted a picture of my headshot with the words anal sex on it on mm. uh, Instagram where my cousin follows me. So I'm out here publicly breaking down um, but I had, I mean, I had, um, an incident. Should we, should we call it an incident? What should we call it? You can call it whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to overstep. No, I this mean. This is your story. I want you to tell your truth. Thank you. It's my journey. Um, let's call it threesome gate because that's what it was. A lot of gates today. Yeah. We're breaking water. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're busting gates down. So. Uh, I think Emily, you received a phone call from me. That oh my god! Okay, I, <laughs> do you wanna, this is this is just a brief reenactment of the way the phone call went. Okay, mm-hmm. I pick up the phone. I'm like, hello, you know, like in my Mrs. Doubtfire voice. Sure, and she's like, hi. <laughs> and I'm like, what's wrong? Who died? Did your dad finally die? <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> not finally in the sense that I want it to happen. No, I get it. Finally but... in the sense that it's gonna happen. Sure. I mean he's having a surgery too, so yeah. There's been a there's been a lot of bullshit. But yes. Did continue. you get another cat that you needed to put down? Yeah. You know, what what do, what mess do I need to clean up today? I've missed a lot. Yeah, yeah. Shit's always popping off in my life. Um, but you're right, you haven't I was thinking about it, I'm like, you haven't received a phone call from me where my voice is like no, like the desperation. 
the desperation in the tone. I was like, ooh, I know I'm going to be on the phone for at least a half an hour. Oh, thank you so much for taking the time, you fucking asshole. Well, that's how I measure, like, you know, my my investment, my emotional investment. It's sure. like increments of time that I'm going to need to stay on the yeah. phone. Yeah, that's so sweet of you. You're such a supportive friend. I mean, you are. It's like, I think when I hit a certain, you know how whales can, like, hear each other mm-hmm. underwater? They communicate with, like, a high-pitched sonar. Yeah. yeah. I feel like when I call you and there's, like, a certain pitch is reached, you know, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah. You know the... It triggers my emergency the, break. Yeah, you're like, do I need to come over? Um, so what happened was, so me and Dustin, uh, my ex-boyfriend, <clears throat> were still, like, fr- and we are friends. I'm not, this is not, like, fuck Dustin. Um, but we were, like... We were doing the thing where we're still being friends and we were we were FaceTiming like relatively often and talking and texting. I think we were trying to like do a balance where. And I mean, we talked about it on the show, but I remember saying like, you know, be careful not to dive too quickly into friendship territory because yeah. once you're there, then a lot of um, feelings about the breakup and stuff could still be there, but you want to overlook them for right. the friendship. You're trying to be like, I'm cool. I'm fucking cool. We're yeah. friends. We're friends. Tell me who you're fucking. Yes, I love it. (laughs) Well, so it's also like we were, we have been so close for so long. I think we have a codependency to us naturally. Um, And I think I was just like, I rely on him and I wasn't doing it as much, but you know, I couldn't sleep. I would call him. Like he got a crying FaceTime call over Christmas. My mom called me fat. Like he was still doing like the boyfriend duty stuff. And, and, you know, and and also like I do stuff obviously as well. It's a reciprocal relationship, but I think we were in this murky water of like, we are friends, but it's also like we we were just in love and like, we're going to be together. It's just not, it's messy, but I didn't want to let, I don't want to let go of that friendship. I really do mean that I, I want that eventually in the long term. Um, but we were talking and, um, Okay, so a week previous, he was I was like talking to him and he was like, yeah, I'm going to a play. And I'm like, okay, in what fucking world do you go to plays? Mm-hmm. A, does he not go to plays? Must I mean, be a woman involved. Exa- uh, uh, duh. Yeah. Oh, you're going to go see Shakespeare with your bros? Yeah. No, I have a brain. I've been on this planet for more than 10 years. That's so funny. Like that wouldn't set me off because he produced a play. He's Sure, actory. that I starred in. Yeah, right. <laughs> As a lone shark. Oh my God. Can I, you do the impression? That's very fitting. Yeah, right? yeah. Do the impression. Really, no, I'm not doing it. I'm Come too on. triggered. No, I'm not doing it. I know you want to hear but I'm not doing it. It's I'm, there's too much pain. Must you suck every ounce of joy from this episode <laughs> just because you're heartbroken? Yes, this is my moment. <laughs> I don't even remember. I don't even remember the lines. But but anyways, no. I mean, it, it's not so unusual for him to go to a play. It's just like he likes to go to movies. He hangs out with his. I know his habits. So when they're all of a sudden you're going to a play, I'm like, okay, right. Shakespeare didn't fit into well, the habits. Yeah, sure, no, you're, yeah. You're, you're also getting the vibe that he's like going out and like actively trying to meet people. Yeah. And And which on paper, yes, I want that. It has been a month. I'm not really doing that. And so it's also like, and he also broke up with me. So there's this kind of feeling of like, oh, it makes me feel like, oh, you were just like waiting to get the fuck out of this so you could go out and be single. I don't know how much of that is true. That's what I'm doing in my head because I, that's how I feel about myself and that's my own shit I have to deal with. Um, 
But I'm like, okay, you're going to a play. There's got to be pussy attached to this. And he was like, no, my therapist said I want, I need to go out more. And I'm like, oh, did your therapist say? Okay. What kind of play is it, Dustin? Is it one of those pussy plays? Sure. Is it? Does is there a woman wearing no bra with braids in her fucking hair? Because I know these theater types and they're whores. Okay. They kind of are. Of course they are. They're fun. They are. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, all my the, God. All the theater people, the theater group in high school were the most sexually active. They yeah. fuck like crazy. like crazy. They do. They're always yeah. touching each other. Oh, Everyone's my God. Fucking they're also everyone. always trying to prove they're not gay. Yeah, so. sure. Yes. And then, then in that way, Justin fits in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, so he's going to a play. I'm like, whatever. And then I call him a week later and I was like, hey, listen, because uh, I, you know, I'd missed him. Uh, we were trying to schedule like talking. And I was like, I have like 20 minutes, but maybe let's talk tomorrow night instead. And then he goes, yeah, tomorrow night I have. A... And I was like, oh, motherfucker. And he kept being weird about it. And he was like, I have a thing. And I'm like, you never talk to me this way. You know what I right, mean? Yeah. All of a sudden you can't. T- First of all, lot. Tell me lies. Tell, tell me sweet little lies. lies. Or omit. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the thing. It's like we're trying to navigate this friendship zone. So as a friend, but I don't, it's all new. I'm not angry with him. It's just like it was, yeah. it was very uh, reckless, I guess, in a sense. But so he, so, okay. So one of the, eventually, and, and I'm acting like I'm cool, but I'm like melting down. Mm-hmm. Like my face is calm on the screen, but underneath my hands are like, I'm like wringing my hands and I'm like, yeah, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> and you keep, <laughs> <laughs> we're friends. You're my buddy. Yeah, yeah. Buddies tell buddies. Right. Um, but I'm like a detective, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm sick, I gotta fucking know. So basically, I got the truth, which was that the woman who invited him to the play is in his friend's words, not mine. He he didn't say this because Dustin's a fucking nice guy, but he was like, this play bitch is kind of like fast and loose. I'm Mm going to say she's fast and loose. She's a real Andrea Allen. She has fun. (laughs) She's out there. And I think she's gunning for Dustin is the vibe that I'm getting. Sure. Whatever. Um, And then, but there, so so he goes to the play. He hangs out with her, and he hangs out with this other girl too. She comes along in the mix, and the other girl is very hot. And don't worry, I forced him to send me a picture because your I were fucking your buddy. Yeah, send me a pic. Yeah. I love send it. Me an ass pic. Oh my god. Oh, she's super hot. It's great. I yeah. love it. Oh, she has a nose piercing. That's perfect. I'm the hot goth. I'm the hot goth. <laughs> you found a hot goth in Virginia? That's crazy. It's ah! That's actually very impressive. I know. And she was she was just she was a smoke show. And and so basically the the fast and loose one. Uh, the smoke show and Dustin are all hanging out and then the the smoke show I think leaves or something and the fast and loose one I'm such is a the smoke is the smoke show not also fast and loose I, I think she probably is yeah. I don't know I, d- I didn't know as much about it. he's clearly more interested in the smoke show as it of course he is um, the fast and loose one is like hey she's so hot I'm trying to bang her of course. Yeah. And Dustin's like, oh, you know what I mean? Doing Dustin things. Um, and he was like, yeah, she's beautiful or whatever. I don't know. I wasn't there. I wish I was. I wish she <laughs> she's was, a delicate I was fucking flower. hiding under the table, just listening. Um, and then 
she was like, I'm trying to bang her. And then I guess the fast and loose one invited Dustin and the smoke show all to do karaoke together like that Thursday. Mm. And so he was all like, so I don't know. And I'm like, you're having a fucking three. You're having a threesome. Hold on. Did you accuse him of having a threesome? No, or I, d- you I didn't. You just jumped to this conclusion. I, I mean, I used my detective hat. This okay. is not what you told me. I, what did I tell you? They, so I don't she, remember. She I just blacked invi- out. She invited them to go do karaoke. She yeah. never said anything about having a threesome. She said that she wanted to fuck the, the smoke other girl. show. And, and, and I'm sorry, I omitted this piece of information. Big piece of information. Uh, and, 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 she, and she was like, we could fuck her together. Like she was like proposing oh, okay. it. She was proposing it to him from what because I understand. I, I just wanted to make sure that in Andrea Allen's universe, yeah. karaoke doesn't mean threesome. That's no, what I was I thinking too. Yeah, I was no, listening I to that. Like, I was naturally, like, they're going to karaoke yeah. together. They're going to have a threesome. It's a no. pretty hard thing to pull off. Sure. If you're just like the guy who's like, I'm going to try to put all these pieces together. Yeah, no. And, 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 and he, he was like, then he started being like, I don't know, like my friends telling me that they're going to try to have a threesome, but I don't know. And I don't, I don't know how to like, I've never, I mean, Dustin's not like, He's had several girlfriends. He's but he's not like he's not the a fuck master. he's not a fuck he's not a fast and loose motherfucker like yeah, me. Yeah, like yeah. I've had that. You have to like ha- have these experiences to know how to play them. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I don't know definitively, but I know that the fast and loose one is floating it. You know. Sure. And as a fast and loose lady, if I want some shit to go down, like I'm gonna push the envelope. And he's all like. And, and so he's telling me this and I'm just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> we're friends. I want you to be, you know, yeah. I want you to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> and I am melting down and, yeah. I, and, and I'm like, you know, I, I got to go. Yeah. But I w- and then he was kind of like, I don't know. I'm going to fuck it up. And I just don't know. And I'm like, I can't. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, this I can't isn't can, time for advice. Counsel you yeah. on how to get your fucking dick wet. Yeah, like insane. It's so that's so incredibly painful. And I and I knew that I was like kind of showing trying to show him I was fine and cool. But I wasn't fine and cool. And mm-hmm. I'm sure he fucking knew that. He knows me. He sees my eyes like yeah. turning black. And I'm like. Are you are FaceTiming? Oh, yeah. Oh, So I'm like trying shit. to keep it cool via video chat. And I'm like, I got to get off this video chat before I fucking freak out. Yeah. Um, But it's like, uh, I don't know. I texted him the next day. And I said, like, listen, I'm not going to read the text. But basically, I was like, that was too much for me. I know we're trying to be friends. And I do want to do that. But, like, a threesome is just, like, come on, come on. How fresh was, I know that this was pretty fresh. But, like, we're talking, like, two weeks. A few weeks. weeks. A few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Maybe a month. Maybe a month. You know. Pretty soon. But, I mean, we were on the phone for a while talking about it. And then at one point, you were like, Let's get Andy on the phone, my boyfriend. <laughs> I was calling every line. Yeah, because you wanted like a male perspective, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. And God bless Andy. He actually ended up saying something that I never would have considered, which is which is like actually from his personal experience, like when you get out of a relationship with someone and you're newly single and like maybe you are not the most experienced person Mm -hmm. because either you were with that person for a while or like before you were really young and didn't get to have that opportunity to be single and stuff trying to lay pipe trying to lay pipe but also he kind of like wants people to know he might want you to know but that doesn't mean he wants to cause you pain and it's probably on a subconscious level yeah that he like 
wants it to be out there that he's getting his. Yeah, I get that. I also like, I've been ruminating on it um, <laughs> a lot. Um, you know, just just in those Equinox classes, just go, just squatting, going threesome, threesome, threesome. Mm. Yeah. They're like, do you have ten more? I'm like, I have twenty more. <laughs> Woo! Um, but uh, I'll say a few things. Like, first of all, I think that you're right, and I also think like we were long distance and we didn't see each other all that often. You know, he hasn't been single. He hasn't. He also had like a glow up recently. He's he's an yeah. attractive guy. I I really do want that for him. It's just like it. It's very. It's immature and a little naive to think that you can. I would have omitted that trying to protect someone's feelings. Yeah, yeah. But it it reads as inexperience and not maliciousness. And when he texted me back, he was like, I'm so sorry. I never want to hurt you. I think you're like wonderful. And I was really honest. I'm like, this is fucking with my self-worth. I struggle with my self-worth. I actively work on it. But like getting like this kind of stuff just really like hits me in a place that I don't like to be at. It's very, it's a dangerous place for me. I, I'll be honest, like, the day after I was the closest I've been to like relapsing and not in a, my cute little like one beer relapse. I mean, like I wanted to go to a bar and get fucking shit faced, you know? And so I think the responsibility is on me as someone who has these particular problems to be like, I'm setting boundaries to keep myself oh, yeah. safe from this mm-hmm. because I'm not. This is about me. This is my ego getting hurt. This is me feeling inadequate. This is me having, you know, having to work hard to to like continue to bolster my self-worth. It's a difficult thing, but everyone has their struggles. But I can't put myself in the line of fire like this. It's too, it's irresponsible. No, there needs to be a boundary. Yeah. Like, and- no, I don't think, I think very few people could effectively go from being in a serious relationship to being that close friends that yeah. share everything with each other yeah. that quickly. That's a, it's yeah, just it's an not unreasonable. Na- it's yeah. not natural. Yeah, well, definitely. I think we both wanted it so badly because we want to be in each other's of lives. Course, we're yeah. like best buds. Like when we talk, we're always laughing. We have so much fun. It's really like, you know, that's what kept us together for so long. We fought for this relationship for so long. I feel like for that reason, but it can't you. And then once, and like, this is a, a hilariously funny way for it to like pop off. Like in retrospect, I'm laughing at fucking Dustin having a threesome. Um, not that it's like something that wouldn't happen, but it's just so crazy and so quick that, you know, eventually the pain of the sting of it goes away. And I'm like, ha, ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I... I do think that something was going to happen inevitably because you ke- you need to take a break. Like the fact that we've taken a break and he was like, if you need a break, like I'm here whenever you're back. I love you. You're one of my best friends. And I was like, oh, this needed to happen. I needed to like go off, do my own thing. I needed to take care of myself. And I have been. And I'm really proud of myself for that. And and I also, you know, like I said to, um, I said to you, like it's like Dustin – I had a threesome while we were together at Burning Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. He has always allowed me to be. Fr- you did? Yeah. 
I mean, I asked him beforehand. It was it was open when we were together because it was okay. long distance. Okay. Um, and it was. I mean, it, it was, was also with women, which might have been easier. Sure. To handle. Well, and it was also like. I love you and I'm with you. I'm going to Burning mm. Man and like, I'm going to do some wild shit. Well, you can go to Burning Man and not fuck. Right, come on, come on. <laughs> Who are we? How much were those tickets? You know what I mean? You're not it's spending a grand. Yeah. I'm strapping on and banging the shit out of some ladies. And and he was always very fucking cool and, and like his ego never got in the way. So I need to, I need to give him the same consideration but at the same time I have to be like, these this has got to be a line for me i i want him to have experiences i i eventually he's going to get a girlfriend and that's going to be good because he deserves love he's a great dude uh but uh, the hot chick the fucking yeah the no the nose ring is a hard oh, yeah, well i guess God. part of the question is like i know you're saying that you want him to have a girlfriend and everything which I'm is, not like out there matchmaking for him, but right. I'm saying in the future, I know that's a reality. And if we're going to be friends, then we have well, to actually be future. Friends. You're going to be with somebody else too. Like yeah. you're both going to be living your own lives. Yeah. The question is though, are you as happy for him? If the girlfriend in your eyes is of equal or greater hotness, because um, that's something that I think uh, as a man with a, it was a man who pretends that he doesn't have an ego. Sure. Um, I've learned not that well. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know who you think you're fooling. <laughs> I guess I'm not fooling anybody. No, you're not. Except I was fooling myself for a while, but like that was something that to me, I think, um, in in the past has been sure something where I've been like, oh fuck, wait a minute, am I? Did we break up because it's. Because I'm not yeah. as oh, attractive I would, as... I would much prefer somebody move on to someone uglier. Yeah. Of course. Okay, let's... Real talk. Listen, yeah. if it's the fucking nose ring girl and they're living their goddamn best life out on social media, yeah, it's gonna sting for a minute. It stings. Yeah. Uh, I, it would be a better case scenario would be like if he's with some artsy chick who's like cool, but like not that cute. Right. <laughs> Sending, you know what I mean. Cuts her own hair. Sure, like yes, yes, and and have a kooky bob that like doesn't quite look good. She like crochets her own clothing. (laughs) Yeah, right. Grain. Very uh, eccentric. (laughs) Yes, I mean, listen, I'm an eccentric. I, despite having struggles with my self worth, I also am like, hey man, you're fucking hot shit. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't want to go to a place where I'm. Uh, basically saying my entire value is my looks and then also tearing like wanting other women to be less attractive so I can feel good right I think that's a shitty trap and I think that I'm bored and tired of that narrative but I have to be honest that it's so deeply ingrained in Mm -hmm. us society tells us so much that our primary value is look we've been taught to like compete against each other and be petty it also by the way so doesn't matter. Yeah. Because like if your ex is with somebody else, clearly they find them attractive. Yeah. Who you think is attractive or like whether you think they're more attractive than you or whatever, at the end of the day, it doesn't even matter. You guys aren't together anymore. Yeah. He's not going to move to New York. He lives in Virginia. We're not going to be together. I live in New York. We're in different places. We are different people who have different goals for our lives. I fucking, I think he's hot as fuck. I want him to be with someone who's equally attractive, and cool and makes him happy and fulfills him. It's just like 
this threesome gate was just like jarring. It's jar. It was like it's like I was like I'm doing good. I'm working out. I'm fucking out yeah. there. Do you feel and like then I got him- left hooked in the face like mm-hmm. pretty fucking do, hard? Do you feel like him making a move like this is like? indicative of him like doing better than you in the breakup or like moving on quicker and like moving on faster um no i mean I, the thing he was like hey andrea you can fuck whenever you want i'm like you know it's different <laughs> have you met men are you yeah. serious you know yeah. um uh, i think that he i mean i think he's doing good i think that i think that I do really think that there's something to that, that like uh, a guy, especially one like Dustin, who is not particularly experienced or at least wasn't um, sure, like at the time that you guys met, he like he might want to he might feel like he needs to move on rather quickly to like experience quote what he needs to experience. Yeah, I get that. Well, that's the thing. I'm like when before we met. I'd already had a few threesomes. I'd yeah, been, I'd been with a lot of people. I dated and a lot of people. And by the way, when you were, he he's like what four years younger than you, or four yeah, years or so, something like that. Yeah, four years ago, you were banging all like around the corner. Yeah, you were. I was you were banging the I bodega was in every guy. nook and cranny. <laughs> I did. I also stopped to think too. The first time we broke up, lol. Um, I went to LA and I started banging someone and I got into a long distance relationship pretty quickly. And I remember. Yeah. And also like, but then I went to visit Dustin in Virginia and we like dry humped and I was like very weirdly, you know what I mean? Like we, so it's like, I, I don't really have a leg to stand on in terms of being like, you shouldn't be allowed to sexually experiment or move forward. Like, of no, cor- of course you should. Everyone's allowed. Cause, cause, cause I did, you know what I mean? And, mm. and I didn't think any less of him because I was moving on. I was just moving on. I think the difference in us now is that I have done a lot of that stuff. And it's not that I'm like, I'm over it. It's just like, I've had that experience and I'm a little older. I'm a little tireder, you know? And I just um, and also you probably know that what's going to help you heal is to focus on yourself for a little bit before you start focusing right. on other people. You imagine if I'm like I'm gonna go out and have a threesome. You'd be, I, I honestly I, also, I would chain you to the radiator. Yeah, it's also I like would get <laughs> handcuffs and handcuff you to the radiator. I was looking at a 24 year old at a comedy club last night, like what's up? And I was like, no, 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 no. It's also like I have problems with sex and love addictions. It's a problem. Like yeah. I, I know. It's just like booze. It's they're all things that I have problems moderating. Um, so I'm not saying that I can't have casual sex. I can, but I can't like use sex as a release valve when I'm struggling because I get involved with really dangerous people. You know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, like the last time we broke up, I got involved with that guy in L.A. and he was a coke addict and he had like a personality disorder that was not being treated. He was someone who like really so he's a drug dealer dad. Drug dealer dad with a braid, baby. Like we we I can't. So it's on the surface, sure. You sit there, you go, okay, you broke up. He's out there having threesomes with fucking smoke shows. Yeah, that's- And fast and losers. Yes, and fast and losers. Hey, listen, as a fellow fast and looser, go out there, jump on that dick. It's huge, enjoy. But uh, yeah, that hurts. But also like that hurts from a point of that it's bruising my ego. And anytime that I ever act 
from a place of like trying to bolster my ego, it's always garbage. I always do garbage shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always lash out. It's just not a good space to operate from. So. No, you know what? I, I am very proud of the way that you're handling this breakup. Thank you very much. And I think that you're being very introspective, um, but you're not like um, wallowing in yeah. self-pity or what anything. You know, you've struck a really great balance. You're not starting ass Instagrams. You're handling <laughs> Although, everything. I mean, that might not be a virtue. That ass Instagram was <laughs> a lot of fun. It was pretty fire. Did yeah. you enjoy for, it, Mike? For the- it was, that was hot ass cold cuts, right? Yeah, baby. I loved that. I thought that was so funny. Well, it listen, was. maybe it'll make a resurgence in 2020. Yeah. No, you're right. I, it's definitely a different thing. So it's like, I, I can absolutely admit that I hurt my feelings and that I felt jealous and embarrassed and sad and shitty about myself. But I also can be like, at a certain point, you're an adult and like, you just got to fucking, you know, I, I'm fixing my sleep schedule. I'm exercising. Yeah, I'm eating yeah. better. You know, it's like work up breakups are good in that sense that it's like, Maybe I was a little depressed at the end of a relationship. Maybe I wasn't showing up in certain ways. Maybe I wasn't taking care of myself. And our relationship did not have a staying power because it just wasn't going to happen. So the breakups do have a good way of like rejuvenating you yes. in a way. So yeah. it's like you got to ride that wave or uh, what, are you, what am I going to do? You are thriving, bitch. Oh. And <laughs> speaking of thriving. Uh, and my ass. Listen, <laughs> when it comes to beauty products. Yes. There are so many choices. There are. Why not demand more from your favorite brands? That's right. I'm more motivated than ever to stick with high quality, amazing products that are both vegan and cruelty free. Yeah. That's why I love Thrive Cosmetics. Cause spelt like. C-A-U-S-E, standing up for a cause. That's right, bitch. Mm -hmm. Um, Thrive Cosmetics products are made from high-performance, skin-loving ingredients. Their clinically proven formulas highlight your best features with long-lasting wear. All Thrive products are formulated without parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. Yeah, you don't want any of that shit. You don't want parabens, you don't want sulfates, you don't want phthalates. No, you don't. I mean, I I personally, I really do. I'm I'm very into skincare, mm-hmm. and I you're the queen of skincare. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, and I do enjoy makeup as well, but I don't like putting um, crap on my face. Mm-hmm. I'm just I, I'm too old. We ain't to, getting any younger, yeah, baby. Listen, I'm jeweling. I need some all natural shit on my face. I, I got threesomes to go to. Yeah. I gotta look fresh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I really appreciate when I know that a brand is made with all natural ingredients yeah, and in a humane way. I don't uh, condone animal testing. I think it's really horrible. And I think like we just don't need to be doing that. Sure. You know what I mean? Well, clearly the product is good enough that if you're not doing it and you're still putting out a good product, then there's no excuse. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, When I used to hear animal testing, I used to think that like people were giving giving bunnies like a cat eye and like putting mascara on, uh, you know, a chinchilla, (laughs) like just making them super beautiful and cute. You're like, they're glowing up. (laughs) What the fuck? Why does everyone care? Um, But I Sometimes a sheep needs false eyelashes. I mean, have you seen them? Oh my God. Babe needs some makeup. Uh-huh. Um, but I didn't realize that the process can be very intrusive oh, and harmful. Horrible, yeah. It's really horrible. And um, and having a cruelty-free product um, also has to do with the process in which it's made. So yeah. I'm talking like um, no slave labor, like people working under minimum wage. 100% slave-free baby. It's I don't want any slaves in my bronzer. 
Okay. <laughs> I think they're going to love that tagline. Um, they also give back. So every product that you purchase, they donate um, to various different charities. A lot of them are women-centric. So nonprofits, uh, women who are emerging from homelessness, domestic abuse, women fighting cancer, anything to bolster women and take down men. I am Absolutely. in, baby. And not to mention this makeup is fucking cute. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They have this brightening stick that I'm a fan of. Um, and you can kind of just like put it um, in the corners of your eyes and like the outside of your eyes and it just like makes your eyes like pop a little yeah. bit, but you don't have to spend an hour You're before you leave the house. Weeping about your boyfriend's Naturally. ex-boyfriend's threesome, throw on an eye brightener, <laughs> go to Equinox and get your shit together. Yes. And you can just like throw this stuff in your bag. It doesn't take up a lot of space. They're, they're really into like streamlining. Yeah. Very basic products that um, that are effective and cute. Yeah, I love it. Try it out. Um, if you're going to buy makeup, why not like give to a cause and and do minimal harm? So how can they? get access how do they get these deals Emily where were they going you would go to thrivecosmetics.com slash hot mess and use code hot mess for 15% off your first purchase that's thrive c-a-u-s-e medics.com slash hot mess and use code hot mess for 15% off uh, so Mike I have a question go ahead do you want a bone oh man <laughs> This has been the cloud that has been looming over this the entire time. I love it. You made my New Year's Eve. So, if, <laughs> hot mess listeners, if you go on to tune back a few episodes when me and Emily were discussing. Oh, you guys oh, talked about this already? I, oh, yeah. I forgot oh, we man. talked about this. The minute this happened, I was like, thanks for the content, bitch. <laughs> what did you say? Just so I know, what did you say? Anything uh, bad? You're a piece of... No. Oh. Uh, we said, well, okay. Well, basically, we, we didn't said, name you first of all. No. I mean, it doesn't matter. At okay, this point. got it. We're well, naming yeah, it you now. Also, our fans uh, figured it out. Did uh, they really? Yes, oh, yes, they yeah. did. Like in the private group. In Are the you serious? Yeah. In the private group, somebody wrote like something hilarious. Like, does this man's name rhyme with hike? Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, damn, you're detective. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so our boy Mike was having a time. It was New Year's Eve and I was, you know, you're looking at everyone's stories. And what I mentioned is that you were drunk talking to a vacuum cleaner alone in your yeah. apartment. And yeah, I yeah. was like, whoa. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, <laughs> Mike's looking down. He can't look at me. I'm, I'm ashamed. Not, it's fine. It's <laughs> that is fine. pretty extreme. What? Yeah. The, the, to, uh, just to get to that place emotionally that you're. Emotionally and mentally, cleaner. I mean, yeah, it was. Uh, it's like Tom Hanks and Castaway. I, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's basically yeah, you were what it on was. the island with the volleyball. I'll let Andrea <laughs> finish her setup, and then I will give my full retort Absolutely. and sort of give you guys a little peek into the headspace that I was sure. in. Sure, I knew you were fucked up, so basically, I was just. Uh, like, you know what? You you keep talking. I'm. I think I'm bleeding out right now, so I'll <laughs> be right course, back. But keep Mike's talking. here. He pulls the period out of us. He as does, good, you know what? I think he has that effect. I on think me. he really does. Uh, it's all women. You trigger my fertility, right? So now it's just you and me and Ladies. I get to recount how you Let's tried go, to- Andrea. Let's hash right. it out. So I was like, so I was like, all right, Mike's having a fucking time. Mm-hmm. And I've been there. I mean, listen, I was there a few weeks ago. Um, but then I was like, all right, I'm going to like slide into his DMs and be like, how's he fucking doing? Mm-hmm. And then you were like, I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> <laughs> And then you asked if I wanted to bone. And I was like, Record scratch <laughs> is the greatest. Just a ten out. Yeah, Wilson's got his head over the fence. He's like, "Are you fucking serious?" Yeah. And I was like, 
okay, so so I mean, I think I, you read the messages and and I explained it on the show. I was like, listen, you're a hot dude, you're a hot guy, Mike Coscarelli. But I Thank was like, you. you've never expressed that, and I feel like you are flat. Not that like to want to bang me means you're having a moment in your life. I mean. But but as a fr- a friend, yes. you've like never even hinted at that. And I also feel like if you wanted to bang me, you would just like tell me, friend. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I was just like, this is what it was just me being like, this is some wild ass shit, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So so I mostly just laughed at you and was like, have a glass of water. Yeah. Um. But I knew that you had been going through a breakup. Obviously, I didn't think your girlfriend was in the same room. I no. Well, and at that time, we were not together obviously yeah yeah um, so what happened all right what so happened? to to give you a little prelude mm-hmm. um for anybody that has been i don't know if we have any crossover appeal to each, sure, each sure. other's fan base yeah, yeah, if yeah. you want to call me somebody with a fan base but yeah you are you're if, out here if some people were following me i uh, i didn't make it like a very public thing but lex and i uh, alexis my girlfriend yeah who i was living with um had broken up it was like seinfeld says you 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 um you push the refrigerator back and forth until it eventually falls over, okay. and then you guys break up. That's fucking deep. So it was like that. We had been kind of started. How long were you living together for? I mean, it's been two years. Yeah. All so right. So we've been, and we've been together in total for four, I guess. In, yeah. You know, off, on, whatever, long distance, all that shit. Yeah, so, you're, you, uh, you get it, man. Totally. Yeah. And, and we had, so we decided, we had had like talks about it sometime in like October and then eventually at the beginning of November, we were just like, all right, we're going to, this is kind of officially done. Was it like, okay, we're living together and we're just like getting the, there's, there's no like joy in the, re- did it feel like it was just kind of becoming more, not platonic, but like just not it's it was a piece of that more fighting than other things the truth is it's it's a lot of what you were just talking about with mm-hmm. your breakup feeling that you weren't taking care of yourself you weren't yeah. really your best self and mm-hmm. i th- i do sort of think that that is um um necessary to sure. be in some sort of healthy relationship because yeah. if you feel like a piece of shit then you can't really be a giving can't person. like show up yeah right. dustin was definitely taking care of me at certain points right. which he had previous like i had done that in our first round and you know and and i'm not we we both had done it for each other at different points in time but yeah. like the second round was much more like i was just fucking struggle I mean when we got together initially I was like hey man I'm like fucking freaking out and, yeah and and I was in the middle of like a bunch of therapy and I was like I just don't and then he also started going to therapy so we were like both kind of working it out but he was definitely more taking care of me especially near the end of the relationship I remember a moment when he came to visit and um and he got sick he had some like weird stomach thing mm-hmm. and like eventually I had to take him to city MD and I was so fucking like triggered by the health thing because there's a lot of health bullshit in my family and I just started like bawling and then he was consoling me and I was like this is rough yeah yeah. this is like not there's no romance to this this is just like and I and I love him for doing that and I he would do that now I think as a friend but it starts to like wear on shit a little bit yeah yeah and I think I think from I mean from my um point of view and my side of things 
I think my feeling was that I needed to get a I, the rope needed to stop sliding through my hands. Was yeah. the rope your like, load? Uh-huh. No, the rope was not my load. <laughs> Emily comes back in hot. <laughs> Let me tell you, it is hard <laughs> to put a period cup in when you have nails. Yeah, I bet. Oh yeah, it's really challenging. Like digging around an ocean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, does somebody want to fill me in? Real yeah, quick? basically, Mike was saying that him and his girlfriend were like Mike was not taking care of himself both of them were kind of like bickery and like it was just not it was honestly though it wasn't even necessarily bickery it was more just like I would come home and she would be home and we would just kind of be in separate rooms and like not really like you know it's not not, it's not like we had this animosity y'all have broken up a couple times right we have just yeah I mean we've had you love breaking up we we have been in (laughs) how else are you gonna have a glow up different (laughs) we've been we have we've had a lot of intersection in um uh, uh, I don't want to say necessarily maturity levels in sure. our lives but she's quite she's younger than you too right 25 how how many intersections would you say a lot. I mean, like we were like long distance three. for a long time. So mm-hmm. throughout throughout all that, like I don't even You're know if you can freeway, technically baby. count that as being like together, but we were. Yeah. yeah. Like where I wasn't, neither of us were like messing around with anybody else. But then like she tried to move here and then the first time that didn't work out and she got scared and went back to California. Mm-hmm. And then like it, it's just been this like whole thing where we've done this a bunch of times. And I mean, there's, I, I've looked at it a lot of ways and like at this point, um, I sort of, I think she felt that she was doing, she was my mom in a lot of ways. Like she was just yeah. sort of like trying to get me to be like, let's go out tonight or like, let's go do something. And yeah. I would just be like, no, I just want to play video games. Mommy like, doesn't want to fuck her son. Right. I'm exactly. telling you this. Yeah. that's That was the end of me and Dustin's relationship the first time. And he was so depressed and I'm not shitting on him. He had clinical depression. He was yeah. suicidal and he's like since got on meds and like, I'm really proud of him for doing that. That's not easy. Um, but I'm also like a natural enabler and a caretaker. Uh-huh. And once it gets to that point, it's just like, you both are like, Bleh. you yeah, know what I mean? It's, it's not a romantic relationship. No. no and and yeah. for neither end, like I, I'm like, cause I, I want to like ha- have a life with you. And he's like, why are you trying to control and nag yeah. and yeah, yeah, push? Yeah. Like it doesn't look good on either end. Right. Yeah. And I think that's like kind of where we were at. So we had made the decision to sort of break up. But we couldn't. We still had our lease, and neither of us were nah, really prepared to be independent yet, like financially and everything. Yeah, so like, yeah. I would need a couple months to save a little bit of money. She needed some time to save some money so she could like finish out the lease and then move if she whatever. Yeah. So we were broken up, mm-hmm. but we were still living together, obviously. Oh, and it wasn't a bad breakup. Like we weren't. It wasn't like fuck you, fuck. We were just like. Whatever, like yeah, we, can't just, we just can't do this anymore. Yeah, and, you know. Um, so I, I think we both handled it a little differently. Like my first initial. Did you go do threesomes with goth girls and tell her about that. it? No. Did you, def- show, did you show her pictures? I did not do that. And ask for advice. My my initial, I think my because this that would of the I thought this was like it. So this yeah. was the first time where I was like single since yeah. I was like twenty six, twenty five, twenty six. Brother. So I think my instinct was to go back to doing what I was doing at 25, 26. So <laughs> trying to bang Andrea Allen. Just trying to bang anybody. But yeah. the truth was I was also still like like with that mindset, when I when I would have done that at 25, I felt great about myself. Like yeah. I was in great shape. I was like working on stuff that I felt great. Like I mentally I was in such a good place right. that I was like 
having a great time with life and living and sure. I was interesting to talk to and I was like um You are still all those things yeah. by the way. Y- you are but but I also I don't I wasn't feeling that yeah. though. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying is that dating is fun and uh, anyone can date at any fucking age. Everyone yeah. breaks up, you know what I mean? Like the whole fallacy of like you need to get married and then you're with that person for that's done. Yeah. So I think dating it can be fun or you just have to have expectations about it, but it's going to be miserable if you feel bad about yourself right. because you're running into a den of rejection. Dating right. is naturally a lot of rejection. So if right. you're already feeling bad, woof. That's right. why I'm not, I got to build it up, baby. Right. Yeah. And then, so then it becomes this thing where like, and I also knew I wasn't ready to go start like hooking up with girls or whatever, but I'm like texting with girls. I'm flirting. Like I don't, I haven't, I didn't really. Yeah. I'm like dipping the toe in. So uh, a a month goes by and I'm starting to lose weight. I feel good. I'm like, I'm like uh, losing like the depression weight. I'm, I'm getting back into like my groove or whatever. Stella. Stella. Lex and I had had some, uh, there were some like tense moments because. Is she dating? Do you know at that time? So, and I'm sorry, you guys were still living together. Yeah, yeah. we've been. We yeah. we have not even to this day. We're still living together. Okay. So we had there was no moment where we were. I was just like sleeping on the couch and mm-hmm. like whatever. So um, there was a talking night in the vacuum. Yeah, talking to that. But that comes a little later. <laughs> but I I come home one night from work and uh, it's like a Tuesday. Yeah. And there is a box on the counter, and this is maybe a month after we have broken up. Yeah. And there are roses in the box on the counter. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I start like, like there's a card there, but I don't read it. Cause it's like, it's still her. It's private. Yeah. Like yeah. even if it's, even if a guy sends it to her, it's not sure. my business to like go in and it's hard though. You want to be in, you're like, I want to know the answer. It's almost like, totally. you're like I want to know so that I have control of the pain. Like when I asked him to send me the picture of the girl, I'm like, I get to feel bad now. Like right. I get to know I'm not like yes. outside the loop. I'm controlling you it. Co-opt but like, the narrative. Yeah. yeah you your imagination your, yeah. has the opportunity to go pretty crazy. Right. Yeah. Because like, for me, like I see a box of roses. Roses are not something that you accidentally receive. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I've yeah. never received roses in my life. Right. Yeah. So I would just like. Me neither. I would come up with no, Mike. That's no. so sad. <laughs> Someone send Mike roses. <laughs> he needs it. DM so, us. We'll give you his address. Yeah. <laughs> So the roses are there and I'm like sort of, I'm cool at first. And then I oh, start Oh, you're always like, cool at first. Yeah, I start And then you're calling Emily Lube and going, ah! Right. Exa- and that's exactly, I didn't call Emily, but I called like, I st- I didn't call anybody, but well, I started texting. that was your texting. first mistake. Yeah. yeah. I should have done that. She's very calm. <laughs> She's like, I have 30 ledge. minutes. Wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> so I start texting. I charge per the half hour. You're like, I'm with my boyfriend. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off. Yeah. <laughs> I start texting my people mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm like, do you fucking believe this? Someday? Who are your people? Uh, I don't want to name any names specifically because the story takes a turn. Okay. All right. Continue. uh, I start texting my people and you know, both, you both know them. Okay. Um, I think I know. Yeah. And, um, some people are like, man, that's really fucked up. Like you got to get out of there. Like you should go fuck some chicks tonight. Like whatever. Yeah. Have a threesome and tell her about it. Yeah. And I'm, (laughs) my whole, my thinking with this is like some guy had the balls to send flowers to like, like I'm sure he knows the situation. He knows that we're still living right. together. And again, sent- you're creating the most hurtful narrative exactly. possible. Cause you're like, I'm a piece of shit and I deserve this. And yes. this is what's happening. Yes. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And that's where I was at mentally. So I get Intel from somebody who was sort of like 
a friend of both of ours. Yeah. Um, who goes, all right, here's what happened. She was dated. She she went out with some dude mm-hmm. uh, who was like some finance guy, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he, like nothing happened. He, a finance guy is, your finance guy is my slutty play girl. It's it, like it, the worst yes. case scenario. It, like, it, come yeah. on. It is like a mortal so, enemy. He has that is yeah. so right. Yeah. Oh, come on. 100%. That, that, like, that's the equivalent of like, Making you feel like a piece of shit yeah. in the quickest possible yeah. way. This guy, it's this a, fucking it's guy, it's a fucking kill shot. Yeah. It's so rough. So yeah. she goes, she goes. She went out with this, with this dude. Nothing happened. Um, she said that like that she had a good time, whatever. But she didn't want to do anything because she felt whatever. And she goes, and the guy put her in an Uber mm-hmm. uh, to go. To all his go home. Money in yeah, the of black. Yeah. Uber of black. course he did. He, he yeah. sent her home in an Uber, and yeah. he used his he used the address that he put that she ah. put in there to get the address and send her flowers, and that's what happened. Ooh. So it's not her fault, and like whatever. So I'm still stewing, and I'm still mad about yeah. it. And I really don't have a right to be. But I mean, listen, what okay. a loser. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. Yeah, set, also like, like the get, guy. Get some. Yeah, game you would, well, one day she didn't even bang. Then you're sending so, her flowers the next yeah. day. Well, like, but you have zero. Turn game. your thirst down. Finance <laughs> zero douche. game. Hang also, Bef- fla- roses are the least imaginative yeah. flower. Before before we drag this uh, unnamed finance guy. That oh, well, nobody's not, ever how met. dare Blood. you? Yeah. How dare you? I will use any opportunity <laughs> to drag a finance <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah. Yes, I and I I'm with you, but. We're just calling him a tool. We're firing guns off at at a at a straw man right sure. now because here's here's what actually That's happened. Fine. The finance so, guy and this fucking nose ring girl. They can what all he They can all be in a play together and right. everyone's banging and yeah. laughing in our faces. Oh. It's one of those performance art pieces oh, where people fuck each other in the ass. On She's stage. hot as fuck and he has money and fuck we're just pieces of shit. Then she takes out her nose ring. She throws it into the audience <laughs> and everybody comes. Dustin catches it with his mouth and it's an engagement. Ring. Yeah. Yeah. So here's what happens. <laughs> I, I, I wait up uh, for her. She was like out and I wait up for her to come home to like talk to her about it. Yeah. And You're she, sitting in the dark with the roses in hand. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, I'm like sitting there just stewing, texting people, whatever. Yeah. So Petals are just dramatically falling off the stem. <laughs> it's like. You're eating the roses. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 1230 Tuesday night. I got to go to sleep. I fall asleep. She's still not home. So the next morning I wake up and I draft this text message. Yeah, and I love it's a like, good draft. It's bad. It's like, it's like, it's, it's bad. It's you like, I'm wait. moving out like tomorrow. You fuck gotta you. Wait. Like, you gotta wait. That's the move, man. Yeah. You so, gotta wait and show your hand. And we hadn't talked to each other about it at all. So she's just getting this when she's at work, like at like 930 in the morning. Sure. Oh, and man. Yeah. Yeah. She it's... sends me this text back. She's like, the flowers are from my dad. And I was oh. like, what? I was like, you expect me to believe that? And she was like, yeah, he sent me flowers because like I couldn't go home to California for Thanksgiving. So they're from like my my family. Uh, and like she's like, the card is on the counter. You can read it if you want. And she sent me like a picture of the card and everything. So the intel that I got was bad. The person no. Yes. The person that I got all this information from basically like pieced a bunch of details yeah, together and made an God. assumption. Oh, oh, she did you so dirty. Yeah. So yeah. she like, like a lot of that stuff did happen, which again, uh, we're broken up. So I, I really cannot be mad sure. at her. But I'm saying you can feel sad about it. You, you can't, yes. you, you can't be like, cause like, I'm not mad at Dustin. I, he hurt my feelings and I feel sad. Cause yeah. that's the reality. Of course right. I do. I'm a human being. I'm totally. not like, you're not allowed. 
Right, and at you that, can't say that. At were, that were they, time, were they red roses? They were. Yeah, her dad just sent like. His dad sends them red roses. Do you think your dad's trying to get in there? Yeah. No. Do you think they're trying to? She just likes flowers, and like her dad knows that sends her. Sure. She, now that I oh, think great, about it, it has her. happened before. It's well, very American beauty. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave it there. <laughs> oh, congrats on your dad that loves you. It's great. Continue. So, so this whole thing happens, and then like we have another. Did you feel like such a douche? I did. Yeah. Because yeah. I, 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 I just like I again, this is the ego, and it's the yeah. It's, it's flying off the handle because I am in a bit projecting again. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And uh, also now you know this other information that you didn't even need to know yeah. about the date right. and whatever. And we talked about all that stuff. Like we had like a real conversation about it because things had kind of felt tense until we yeah, had this talk. Naturally. And then we have this talk and and I'm sort of like, like, I don't know, maybe we could get back together, but I don't know. I kind of, I don't know. So she has to go to California for Christmas mm-hmm. and she's basically gone the whole month of December. Yeah. So we left it at like, we're, we're both still single, yeah. but like for this month, like we'll just kind of think about it. We'll just give each other some space. Yeah. Can then, I ask you a question? Yeah. I have to pee. So continue. Yeah. And, <laughs> I am and, not bleeding, but maybe I will go ahead. I, I don't like, I don't want this to come off like judgmental. <laughs> mm. Why? But why get back together? Like you've already, it seems like you've already had a go of it multiple times and it doesn't seem to be working out. Is it like we're going to get back together and then work on the issue? Like, have you pinned down what the issue is? I think I've pinned down the issues for me. And I think that part of it was like, I think from her end, I think she felt that I just quit in the relationship, like towards the end when we were like, we're going to just break up. And I guess I had always felt that. And at first I thought maybe I was like kind of quitting for a reason, like maybe I'm just like checked out of this, but the more therapy that I've gone to, the more that I've had time. And like, I was going to get to this in the next chapter of this odyssey that I was telling, but I really think that I have taken a lot of time to pinpoint the things that really bother me. And in this month stretch of her not being in New York, living with me, like it was a taste of me being alone and like what that might be like again. Yeah. And it didn't have any effect on my like overall happiness. And I did miss her. Like the 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 feelings. Well, of course, you missed her because it had only been a month. Right, but the feelings that I had, I think that I was again projecting so much shit onto her. Yeah, that was just me not being happy with myself. I am getting the vibe that what part of it was that you had become a little complacent. Yeah, and that probably had a lot to do with how you felt about where you are. Yes, also, and I was blaming a lot of stuff on her. And the truth is, she just like like she wanted she she. I think she is a little clingier than I am mm. now, which is crazy because, I mean, we've had, you know, this whole history between sure. us and there were times where I felt the total opposite. Yeah. Where I was Mike like, she's Coscarelli? so distant. Yeah. She, he's cling master. Flag. Yeah. God. <laughs> he's a fucking emotional That's his pimp name. job. Yeah. I mean, I love it, but yeah. 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 So, uh, I think that I needed space at that time. Like I really just needed, I think I just needed a month where I could be by myself to sort of figure all this stuff out and like dip my toe into all this stuff and realize that like the real source of unhappiness was not like that. The call from was coming from inside the house. Oh dude, it was, it's insane. And it was just like, I think I'm very unsatisfied professionally, even though like from the outside, it looks like I've achieved a lot. Yeah. and, And you have, but I get it creatively. I don't feel fulfilled, which is not Lex's fault. Like, um, uh, I think that, our living situation. I don't love living in Astoria where we, where we live, but mm-hmm. like 
Like, I think that like I made a concession because I was trying to make her happy then. And I, I, I just yeah. sort of felt like I was losing a lot of choice in my life. And I will say this though. It's that like you are very hard on yourself and yeah. I, and, and as am I, and I'm sure Emily, I'm speaking for Emily that she's, we're all hard on ourselves perfectionist. and I, perfectionist. Yeah. And I think that that on one hand is a very good quality. I think that it's important to set goals for yourself and to push yourself and, and all that stuff. I'm not saying like everything's a free for all, but also like, uh, stewing and all the dissatisfaction about everything in your life when you actually have a very full life is self-centered and yes. narcissistic, not narcissistic, but it's, it's a futile activity. I agree. And I've definitely participated. Everyone has, but there's going to have to be a change within you where you're going to be like, this is good enough. I'm, right. I'm grateful for all these things and anything that comes above it is great because doing anything from that place is just, it's going to be dog shit. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's entitled. It's like, when am I going to get my, what I deserve and whatever. And, and I'm speaking of like, whenever I get into this mode, everything I do and everything that I touch is not good. Yeah. So it's like you, you have to actively fight that and just try to be satisfied with all the really good stuff that you have in your life. Yeah. You know? And I, and I absolutely was not, and I'm trying to get to that point now. But yeah. That month that she was gone, um, so I, I broke my foot, which the listeners probably don't know. You guys obviously know. Mm-hmm. But like I broke my foot days before she was going to California. Mm-hmm. So I was in the zone where I was starting to kind of feel better. But I was like trying to figure out all my own personal shit. Sure. And I break my foot. And I'm very – I'm all the the physical activity that was starting to make me feel better, all of these steps that I was starting to yeah. take sort of just – evaporate life punched you in the cunt yeah, because yeah. when you break your foot you at least for the first two weeks you can't do anything you can't even I, really get off the couch did you roll it like how did you break yeah, your i was playing basketball so i roll i thought i broke my ankle uh-huh. uh because it just swelled up it was like the size of a baseball yeah it was huge. yeah that's a bad it's a bad thing awful so yeah. uh i couldn't do anything on that and i what eventually happened she took very good care of me while she was still there yeah which played into this too i think um, but by the time she went to California, I was just basically sitting in my apartment, just ruminating yeah. constantly, you know? Ugh. So, uh, a couple of weeks go by and I guess I, the month that I thought I was going to have when she was going to be out, like, sure. yeah, go on some dates and like see my friends and like work out and like lose a bunch of weight and like all this stuff, uh, just kind of didn't really happen. Well, yeah, you but, couldn't move. Right. But yeah. the thing that I fucking kind of realized throughout this period, and it's going, it's all leading up to the apex of me texting you, hey, we're on a bone. I love it. Is that like, <laughs> that was something that I think really made me happy when I was 25. Uh-huh. But I kind of think I, and it's probably not just me, I, I feel like I kind of shed a skin every five years or so. Of course, yeah. Where it's just like, like this whole thing wasn't really like... I wasn't really in a hurry to even casually go out on dates. Yeah. And I ended up, I did end up hooking up with one girl who- With the broken foot? With a broken foot. She oh, Mike. Texted did me. Did she come to you? No, I because I wasn't, I wasn't going to have like a girl. <laughs> He's Wait, like crawling to I'm the no. bar. <laughs> I had a very, listen, I- Can you meet me at the corner? Yeah. There's, uh, there's a great spot. I have a very strict code of ethics for myself. I'm going to need to be on the bottom. <laughs> 
I would not if I like I, the rule, and we had talked about it. Me and Lexa oh, talked about it before. Yeah, I, your code. I wasn't like gonna the knight of the round table. I fancy myself a knight of the round table, uh, a John Wayne type, if you sure. will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had, crippled, I, crippled John Wayne. <laughs> I had, I had, ma- I had vowed to make sure that, like, if I if something were to happen with me and some girl, that I wouldn't do it in me and Lex's apartment. Sure. Just because that's like super disrespectful. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. So this girl just like, I was asleep. Some girl just called, called me out of the blue oh at like God, 3 a.m. Uh, and was like, hey, Wanna like. come see a play? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, why, no, worse. She's like, why don't you come to Jersey City? No, yeah. Mike, no. Yeah. No. I did. No, queen. No. Yeah. No, queen. This whole thing is But a, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, so this, this is, a, is this the is experience. A, this is a spiral. Yes, yeah. this is the spiral, and this is the experience that made me sort of check everything and go like, what am I doing? Yeah. And, and like, I needed to do this to, to be like, like I'm breaking up with a girl that like my biggest complaint is that she wants to like sit on the couch next to me and like hang out and, sure. and you well, know. a bit of a bottom out you had to do. Yeah. yeah. Right. So like, uh, like I'm sort of having all this realization this so entire how long time. Did it take you to drag your bummed leg to Jersey? <laughs> I, my building has an elevator. So I, I was able to get, down this down the elevator yes. into a car to Jersey City. Uh, you took a car. <laughs> yeah, she p- paid for it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. what? Nice. Yeah. So, um, Jersey girl, yeah, showing Look up. Look yeah. at you. So this whole thing happens. Then I go home the next Did day. Did you? Were you wearing the boot when you were? <laughs> yeah. Well, not. Not when it happened, but like I had to wear the boot and I had the crutches like to go. Wow. Hey, I, we can still fuck with the boot. <laughs> Women are so thirsty. Let's I love getting it. in the way. I love it. Yeah. I would love if a guy had a boot. Yeah, you can't run away. That's the right. whole thing was just not a fun. It's not a good experience. Oh, it was it? No, it was not good. <laughs> it was too soon. It was way too soon, and also just like I don't know. I didn't like like it was so, the. What's the, the con- girl yeah. was it was so so inconsequential like yeah. the whole thing was just like I don't want to I don't I, this isn't this is not the answer this well, is not what I need to do to get happy again of course you know? it, it was like you getting out just because you felt like you should be getting out. yeah it's yeah. like I heard I had some people that were close to me that were like I don't know man like you don't really seem happy in your relationship but the truth of the matter is that I just like kind of like I just I just threw in the towel period. Yeah. And it like Lex was collateral damage for that. Like mm-hmm. during this period of time. And like once we had a real honest conversation about it, it really made me think about it. And it took me a month to realize that I think that she was kind of right and we just stopped communicating and it led to what it led to. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that like fast forward to New Year's, so now I have this broken foot. Yes. Um I I'm sorry I couldn't get you a car to Long Island City. <laughs> well, the the ultimate irony is I think so I obviously sent you that message it was three o'clock in the morning oh, yeah, right three thirty in the morning I knew because I knew how hammered you were I, I was reached, hammered I reached out as a friend because I was yeah. like this looks like a literal cry bad. for help oh, I, yeah I had, yeah. so I went out in the daytime like early in the day to uh-huh. buy a bottle of of rye to yeah, like you pregame to, oh my god yeah. that's yeah. like what I used to drink when I was trying to be like a hardcore drinker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, like it's like, good shit. Yeah, on the it's rocks. Good shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was drinking it straight. Of course you With, were. Yeah. So God, I, we're like adults, huh? It's insane. Yeah. So I went and like I did that during the day. I came back up to my apartment and how um, much of the ride did you polish off? A, a quarter of it by myself, That's and I had some beers too. Like I had yeah. like I, I bought some. So I I got a sushi dinner for myself 
delivered. Wow, look at you. And then I got, uh, I had some Sapporos with dinner. I don't need no man. Yeah. And then I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And I started drinking the, the rye. Nothing like a little raw fish with half a bottle of rye. Oh. <laughs> right. So we call that self-care. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Listen, life is about balance. Life is about sometimes, sometimes you're out getting yours, working out at Equinox, and sometimes you're lying you're in polishing bed a, with uh, a boot, yeah. polishing off a bottle of rye yeah, yeah, and eating yeah. sushi. So I had plans to go out. I was going to meet up uh, with fellow, with former um, Hot Mess Comedy Hour uh, guest, Chris Cheney. Oh, yeah. Fuck oh, yeah. Gotta love Get Chris lit. Cheney. Yeah. Uh, I was going to go out in the village, have a good time, and like pregame, and then go out. So mm-hmm. when I come back, with the rye in the daytime, there's a guy working on the elevator yeah. who's like, the elevator is not working. So mm-hmm. uh, he's like, you could take it right now, but like, I don't know. I, I don't think it's not, it's like not working, but this was like five o'clock at night. So yeah. I had three, four hours before I was going to go out. You could have just thrown yourself out the window. You know what I mean? Sixth floor. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I would have broken the other bones. I can't imagine how much worse a full body cast. Oh, must be. I love, love it. Yeah. <laughs> but I get up. So like I, I I'm leaving my apartment. Uh, to go out that night. Yeah. And I call for the elevator. It stops on my floor. The door opens about a crack and yeah. then it just stops and it doesn't. Mm. So it's a I, metaphor I keep, for life, bro. Yes. So this is the universe. I can't get down the stairs. I'm still, I have the broken foot. So I can't take six flights of stairs and no. then six flights back up. Like, you could get a mattress and slide down. Right. Yeah. I'd have to do something like that. Right. <laughs> or get your Jersey girl to come help yeah. you out. <laughs> exactly. So I had to, I was stuck. I couldn't get down. The elevator was stopped on my floor. I couldn't get it. Get it. So I, that is what you saw unfold on social media. Oh, it was it so was great. me putting a hat on the vacuum talking to the, I had to entertain myself because I was alone. Like I, I had nobody. Yeah. And yeah. I got so drunk. Did you the try, other thing. Uh, did you try banging the vacuum? Yeah. You try to get in that tailpipe. You know what I'm turns saying? Turns out it's got uh, the, the holes are a little prickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the bristles. Thing, yeah, the bristles. The, the thing is, on one hand, when I saw it, I was like, ah shit, Mike's having a fucking hard time. Yeah. A- and like we've all been there. It was not a place of judgment at all. Also, New Year's Eve is so fucking annoying because everyone feels it's like indicative of how they're doing in their life yeah. of totally, having like yeah. the best New Year's ever. And so I was like, and, and my birthday is on New Year's, so I hard relate. But also on the other hand, I was like, this is the funniest thing that I have ever fucking seen. Yeah. You I, went full on, no censorship. You're like, oh, fuck. I just, so. He went on, he went full uh, girl interrupted yeah, in my apartment. He I went was, Britney Spears shaven head. <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. And I respected it on a certain level. I was like, let it hang out, baby. I had, so I had had so much to drink. <laughs> And I was asleep when you when you when that notification went off. I had been asleep for like two hours already, and I rolled over and I just like I had a fucking boner. Yeah, like, thank uh, you so much. I feel so I feel so it, desired. It was just like it was like I it was it was such and I don't I don't want to say it to make you feel bad. Don't you dare take this away from me. No, okay? I'm not. Don't you dare. It was such it was such a low point. Because I'm your bottom. No, no. But this is what. Hold on. It, this is the reason. The reason that you're my bottom. Oh my god. Wait. Hear him out. Uh, hear me out. Hear me out. It's not like insulting to you're you. You're gross. And no, I no, would never. No, it's not because you're gross. <laughs> yeah. It's because although you are. But shut. You're gross. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but the the reason it was my low point is because like you were saying before. I've never like seen you like yeah, that. Like I'm we're your friends. Friend. Yeah, yeah, we're friends. Yeah. And yeah. there's two there's two friends that I ha- that like very close with that are females that I have never 
done that too. Sure. And have never even really thought about it. Yeah. It's never been like a like a thought. Corinne. Corinne yeah. and Andrea. That's, and, uh, that's funny. We're very similar. I, I also, I when I saw it, I was like, oh, we're friends and Mike's not a creep like this. So exactly. I'm putting this down as hilarious. Yeah. And also as like, oh shit. Right. And yeah. that was the other aspect of it was that like, not only was I like sort of breaching like a, a boundary between sure. us because like oh, I wouldn't. You're breaching it, baby. I was breaching it. <laughs> it was also, I felt like when I, when I remembered in the morning that I oh, did that. Yeah. I saw it and I was just like, I cannot fucking believe I just did this to Andrea. <laughs> the it's wording like, of your message, by the way, was so hilarious because she didn't the read apology it to me. or the you, the apology. Yeah, you said that you rolled over, you had a boner, and you quote lost control. I, that's, a, that's exactly. It was like I was like, it's three a.m. and I think drunk Mike was just like, fuck it, like, fuck like it. you know what, like you know, Mary, yeah, exactly. Hot ass cold cut. She lives in Queens. Yeah, and I was just like, like I. I think part of me was like, this probably isn't going to happen anyway. Let's just like toss it up. Yeah, because I'm hot shit, bitch. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I just, like, I was mortified. When I woke up, yeah. I was truly like, this is this is a low point for your behavior. Because yeah, this, I mean, it's I, not like that you, that I did it. It is that I did it to you, but not because you are who you are. Sure. It's because I. I You're not like that. I'm yeah. not like that. And I totally, I like I was nervous that I ruined Oh, not our at friendship. All. Not like at all. that was like no. like my first instinct. No, was like, oh, if anything, fuck. you improved it. Yeah, you you gave me <laughs> strength. You, you were the wind under my wings. <laughs> you so it actually all. gave you a boost because it of did. the threesome thing. Yeah. You know what? It was like it was like it's always nice to know that that someone want, would bang. That's right. Thank you. Know? you. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just like I felt so fucking bad no, about no, it. No, no, I know. And then like, and I know that like when you were like, all right, the like the only stipulation here is that you have to let me like make fun of you for sure, it. I was sure. like, that I'm getting off easy. Oh yeah, that's totally fine. But again, this is like that moment is another like moment of realization. Like, dude, like you can't live like this. Well, like, this who's, is not who's this guy, right? You know what exactly. I mean? Like, I've always the the thing is my reaction to it was like Mike's having a really hard time because. I've always I've worked in with you in a professional capacity. Like yeah. you can you can have male and female friendships always in the back of our mind go like would I smash sh- you know yeah, what I mean? Of sure. course we all have that thought. Yeah, it's yeah. very natural. But like it's also like it's never you've always been professional, fun, supportive, like yeah. thoughtful person, you know what I mean? It's almost similarly like when Dustin was bringing up the three something, it was just like who is this? Right. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And it, and and in both instances I'm like I'm, uh, well, in your instance, I just thought it was funny and was also like, let's circle back and hope he's okay. Uh, and, and like, that was literally all I thought about yeah. it. I really wasn't I like, check in. you pervert. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. It's like, you're not my sleazebag friend. You've never been that. Yeah. Um, but in Dustin's situation, it was, it was a little bit, um, and I did think about this and this is the only like maybe critical thing I'll say about the whole thing beyond that like you should omit things to protect people's feelings and mm-hmm. and that's not it in his usual wheelhouse he's usually very thoughtful is like sometimes he'll like every once in a while he'll like fucking zing like remember when we um we did a sketch and I sent it to him and uh and he was like it looks fine for like you know being shot on a phone obviously oh, right, right. you know what I mean Every once in a while, he'll like really lash. And I don't think that necessarily was what this was. But sometimes people do things like a little out of their character or inconsiderate. And you're just like, whoa. It's very surprising. When the person is so consistently a fucking mensch, when they do something that's so whack like that, you're like, 
do I know anything? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, well, then you almost th- like if it were me, I would almost be like, "Is this a joke?" Yeah. You know. Sure. Me Although, or Dustin? Ah, uh, you both. Uh, <laughs> like. Uh. But then again, you knew how drunk he was. Yeah, so. I, I didn't. It I, was on display. I mean, not that that excuses it, because that's never like a good excuse no, I for yeah, that shit. But it's it. still just like it was it was just a perfect storm yeah. of just like full on depression, loneliness. Like, I, dude, because I had had like with the foot being broken, I had just been by myself. Yeah, like, no, I nobody came to visit me. Stark. Like nobody like <laughs> yeah. like I couldn't leave the apartment really. You're in like, a padded room. Yeah, I'm just like alone. And it was like New Year's. And I know like like my friends are hanging out and like I can't be there. And like, yeah. there's just this whole thing where it's just like like and I don't know, like I never really. I think that, like I said, I think that part of the reason I did it was because I wouldn't have actually followed through with it anyway. Like I also, sure. I knew I was trapped in my apartment. Yeah, I and know. I knew yeah. I wouldn't have invited a girl like, over. I can't even get down the fuck out. Yeah, right. Like, I can't so even what like. Do we do? What right. We, so I'm coming over tomorrow morning. Right. And even that, like I said, yeah. I wouldn't. I would never have invited a girl to my uh, <laughs> right. apartment that yeah. I lived in. With, I would have never done that. So like. The whole thing, I think, in the I back of my mind was like, fuck in the hall. Yeah, right. <laughs> this can't happen. So just fuck it. But like, and I think it was my ego needing to be stroked. To, yeah, sure, for, for you sure. to be like, oh, yeah, totally. Let's do it. And then can me being ma- like, well, sorry, we can't. Can you like, imagine? Can you imagine if I've been like, I have been waiting for you to say right. that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what I would have done. That might have been worse for the relationship, of honestly. Like, for our friendship. Uh, definitely. Like the next day, it would have been like, hey, sorry I even tried to do that. Like, what? Like I don't even know what that would have looked like. This was a rock bottom. And yeah. uh, you're gross. And I never would have <laughs> if I hadn't have been in a padded room and yeah. lonely and drinking uh, whiskey and uh, eating raw fish. Um, I I mean, I think I'm also kind of the... If there's going to be a person that you do this with, I'm a pretty good one because I have drunkenly humiliated myself so many times. Yeah, yeah. And I've also, like, I've hit on people that I, like, really afterwards have been, like, I don't that even, was inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so inappropriate, and I don't even feel that way. You know what I mean? Like, like... Okay, I feel that way. Is this a sense that they're attractive and like in a universe where we weren't friends? Sure. No, I yeah. mean, listen, that sweet, sweet whiskey made your libido jingle. It did. <laughs> it really did. I'll be honest. As an adult now, because I feel like I have finally hit that point, and I think maybe that yeah, was right. part You'll of be here in five years, the- <laughs> just fucking falling downstairs. Adults are messes. Yeah, like they're, yeah. They're, it's not just like like as you guys uh, also age into. We're the same age, basically. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But like as the demo gets older, I think things might even get worse. Not just for, not. I, I mean like the people that we have on it'll be like 10 years ago you guys did our podcast and now you're still a fucking disaster you know but like Uh, Billy Prestida yeah maybe you appeared to be getting it together for like a year or two but now you're divorced yeah exactly right yeah it is it seems like it is a lot harder to be lucid as an adult than I would have thought at like 25 because at 25 I really even though I didn't have a fucking pot to piss in sure I really felt like I had it together like I really felt like I I knew the things that made me happy I felt fulfilled well, I you're felt also gassed up on potential and you don't understand yes. how the world works that's part of it you too. know what I mean yeah. like of course you're happy no one expects anything of you right you know what I mean like it's all a road ahead and nothing but potential exactly yes but what I will say is that like I think that there is a turning point and our dear friend Hemda calls it sorry you're 40 yeah. is her catchphrase for it. Um, and I think there is a certain point where people do go, 
oh shit, I'm a fucking adult. Like I got to actually show up for shit and yeah. give a fuck in order to re- have a life that I want to have. Yeah. Um, and I can't just be like, back in my fucking day. You know what I mean? Yeah. That like salty old, it's just people make a choice and some people choose to fucking give a fuck and some people choose not to. To check and, out. Yeah, and and you see when the people check out. Like you start to see, I'm seeing it now amongst people in yeah. our age group definitely. And you're just like, it feels like you're around someone who has like a disease and you're like, I gotta get you the yeah. fuck away yeah. from me. Yes, absolutely. Like, and, and like, I hope you decide to give a shit, but I don't want that shit in my life, dude. Yeah, Ugh. it's it's very hard to keep that up because those are the people that you want to be around when you're 24. Sure, they're fun. Because they're super fun. And yeah. like, that's been the whole big problem with, with my involvement with like comedy in New York. Like yeah. the scene really is like the people, even the people that I feel like are, are climbing and like doing a good job and, and like really becoming successful. Mm-hmm. Even as that happens, that was like the thing that I really wanted. Mm-hmm. And I think part of, again, like this year was like a, I think it was such a mess because it was like a, a year of growth. Yeah. To realize that like it's almost like I had to bottom out to realize that the thing I do really want is like in my romantic relationship especially is like like I do want to have a family and kids and like mm-hmm. like I don't want to be like hanging out at the stand Tuesday night sure. at yeah. 40 like waiting to get on some shit and like like with a couple kids at home and like all this stuff. And it's no shade to anybody else. It's just like, I am, I am not that guy. I thought I might've been. And I'm at a point now where it's like, I do like to do some shit. That's not just like, like, Hanging out at open mics, like right. I well, went most, golfing this most year. People I love it. I'm going to keep do doing that. it. Well, right, like, exactly. Like most people do not want to do that, and I, and I would say it's probably healthier in general um, to not to not. Yeah. Well, I think this. I think you just if you decide as someone who still hangs out at open mics, uh, it's not shade. No, no, no. I I totally understand, but I and you have to understand that you are making a choice. I also like run a business with Emma. Like I have very tangible successes that tell me that I'm doing the right thing and that my career is, yeah. is moving in a progressive yeah. direction. You are much more, much more together. I know you guys like the brand is hot mess, Yeah, but sure. like having worked with both of you guys, I don't know that people necessarily, like everybody understands like okay. how no one gets it together. No, no, you guys no, are, gets yeah. it. you know yeah. what I mean? No. And, uh, I, it's so funny, like, whenever I talk to a new person and they're like, so, like, explain to me what you do. Because I think, like, some people just, like, have yeah. this idea that, like, I'm just out here, like. Floating around talking, like an asshole. Talking into the void and, like, yeah. not really doing anything tangible and whatever. Podcast like, for 100 people. I'm not a crazy person. Yeah, right. I, would have, I wouldn't I would do a, something for five years that had no, um, like, projected yes. success. Yes. Right. No, I know. It's literally insane. I come from a good family. I know. I have a, a college degree. <laughs> by, yeah. the, by the way, I'm only fucking rich dudes from now on. Anyways, sidebar. Uh, that's, very smart. That's the move. I told my mom that this morning. I, she was so happy. I think she was crying. Um, <laughs> uh, it was the proudest moment of her life. She's like, you you graduated with honors. What I, don't I couldn't be she, prouder I, than I am in this moment. No, she's like, he's going to have a black card. Um, <laughs> my Listen. sweet angel. But okay, I will say one final thing. Yeah. Cause I'm still, I still do stand up. I still am in, in these basements and I, and I, and I love it. And I, I continue to see myself getting things, but it's, it's hard and it's, but I know 
that in making that decision to continue in this entertainment career, which is notoriously unstable, Mm -hmm. that I have to be my own stability and I have to have expectations. I probably won't have kids. I probably won't get married. That's something that I don't want. I don't want it, but like I can't have the expectations of the comfy life and also the right. fun stand-up yeah. life. The idea that you can sort of have it all, quote unquote. No. Yeah. You know? I mean, you, you, you make, can and some people do, but right. like, listen, I'm in the same. You can make I'm choices. In a, I'm in a similar boat as you. I love doing stand-up and I do it as much as I can, um, but I do have other priorities too and I want to have a family too. I'm never going to do that if I'm not um, financially stable. Right. Yeah. So those things for me have to go on the back burner until I like feel like I've pursued my career the yeah. most that I can. Mm-hmm. And I think that like that's what being an adult is, is like having right. to make those priorities. Sure. Right. Yeah. And everybody has to do that. And it just like looks different for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Namaste. Namaste. Motherfuckers. Um, speaking of cleaning up messes. Yes. This episode of hot mess is also sponsored by pretty litter. Yes. Which is the most fucking baller cat litter you've ever experienced. You know, I sent it to my mom. So that beautiful ass cat of hers can, piss all over her house. I mean, he lives in luxury. Why should he not shit in it? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We also sent some pretty litter to our favorite cat ladies on Box Street. Yes. Um, and we posted an adorable photo of one of them in our social media. Oh my and God, it was they so just cute. look They look overjoyed to be standing there with their new bag of pretty litter. Yeah. Um, they said their cats are healthy too. All right, yes, so Pretty Litter um, is kitty litter reinvented. Unlike traditional litter, Pretty Litter's super light crystals trap odor and release moisture, resulting in dry, low-maintenance litter that doesn't smell. What more could you ask for? I don't know. Oh, guess what? There's more. Boom. Above all else, here's why Pretty Litter is a pet parent's hero. It's a health indicator. Pretty Litter monitors my... Sorry. Pretty Litter monitors your cat's health by changing colors when it detects potential underlying issues. You won't find that kind of innovation in conventional litter. No. That's, so it that's actually smart. turns colors when your cat has like some kind of uh, UTI. Your or cat like, didn't pee after sex and they have a UTI. Classic. Classic Classic move. cat. Classic move. If only we could do Pretty Litter like um, like pregnancy tests. Yeah, I'm going to need that in my life pretty soon. <laughs> Andrea's just in the corner of her apartment peeing on a bed of cat litter. <laughs> I'm going to be out going to plays. You better believe it. Um, Pretty Litter also spares your sanity and storage space. It's shipped in a small, lightweight bag that lasts an entire month. You don't need to go out to the store to buy cat litter anymore. You get it shipped straight to your door. Yeah. I, I'm, I want to have everything shipped to my door. I don't want to ever have to leave my apartment if I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is what it means to live in 2020. So update your shit and get your cats the nicest cat litter available. Yeah, you're already buying it. Why not like have all these extra perks? We love it. Make the switch to Pretty Litter today by visiting prettylitter.com and using promo code HMCH for Hot Mess Comedy Hour for 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com, promo code HMCH for 20% off. Prettylitter.com, promo code HMCH. It's been a wild ride, Mike Coscarelli. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. It's always good to see you. I, I really always have a great time with both of you guys. Of uh, we don't see each other enough. No, no, we no. miss you. We should hang. Let us know when you um, are scheduled for your next breakdown. 
because we'll be there. It's right around the corner. I should just do a monthly appearance. Yes, uh-huh. yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, Mike, where can people find you and follow you? Uh, you can find me at Mike Coscarelli on all social platforms. Uh, I also, I don't, when you, do you guys know, know when this is going to come out? Uh, uh, next next week. Wednesday. Next Wednesday. I don't know if it'll be up on iTunes yet, but I am launching a new podcast of my Hell own. Yeah. yeah, it's called Mike Coscarelli Rules. Yeah. Uh, if it's on iTunes, by the time this comes out, please go follow it. If it's not, just check back and follow it. Yeah, follow Mike and check the yeah. updates. You know him. You we'll love post him. about it when it's up. Yes, I would we love got that. You, you guys yeah. are fucking awesome. Mike's the fam, baby. And Mike is a pro. He's been in the podcasting game for way longer than any of you. So. Yeah. I like to think so. Let's see how this new one turns out. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I would love it if it was just you in your room talking to the vacuum cleaner. Like, it is. I'd love... Like well, the I'm not talking cleaner. to. It's is the vacuum cleaner your guest or <laughs> you? You guys have, may have just added another layer to the podcast. Sure. But the idea for this show is, uh, you know, I've had um, obviously me and Gene Getman uh, did Social Villains for Oy, a long yeah. time, uh, which was like, yeah, I know Andrea and Gene have a very um, volatile uh, checkered uh, relationship. A, oh yeah, che- I love. <laughs> I like that word checkered. Yeah. We cool. a checkered past. <laughs> yeah, we're we're cool. We're yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, I know you guys are good now. But yeah. we uh, we did like a show about social issues for a really long time yeah. to you know a lot of highs and lows and <laughs> how much audience we had with that and then I did a show with Justin for a while Justin Perez um, that was like an irreverent reality TV show thing mm-hmm. and the thing that I've learned with uh, podcasting is that I have a very short shelf life with um, uh, partners mm. so my Coscarelli rules is going to be mostly it'll be the first half of the show will be me nice uh, just me doing radio stuff talking about like you know whatever cool. I, whatever I feel like I guess is the That's best right. way to describe it uh, and then second half we'll always have some sort of guest so it'll be me and and mm-hmm. at some point you guys Hell uh, yeah. you guys will come on uh, me and the whoever there. if the vac you know what I have been trying to figure out a way to reinvent the talk show style <laughs> format, and maybe the talking to a vacuum that can't talk back is the way to do it. Yeah, I mean, you, you would need to have video or something. Yeah, but, um, we got to workshop. Yeah, it. we'll workshop. We'll figure, we'll it, figure out. it out. I got some time. Yeah, um, yeah. If you want more hot mess, you can follow us at Hot Mess Comedy Hour on Instagram or yes. Hot Mess Podcast on Twitter. Although we do not tweet. Um, <laughs> just give us a follow. Just give us a it's follow. Pathetic on Listen, there, but maybe who cares? we will. I just I realized recently that like Twitter is something that I am never going to master yeah. and I'm comfortable with that it's past us it's a war it, it it's really also is. yeah it's a world of of people who love crafting like well written opinions mm-hmm. and like it really is like a muscle. Yeah, that's not me. I just want to shout, eat my box at yeah. people yeah. that I disagree with. So. Listen, I'm just making ass that's a Instagrams. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you guys could t- be early on TikTok. I that's should right. be on TikTok. Yeah, Whatever. It's like another fucking thing I have to yeah, we got participate the- with 12 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> We've got it on our stupid fucking business meeting roster. <laughs> oh, add it to the to do list. God. Also, go to our Patreon, yes. patreon.com slash hot mess. Uh, there are all sorts of kick uh, ass rewards, including our 200 episode back catalog. Yeah, go listen to early Coscarelli back in the day. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, two monthly bonus shows. Are you kidding me? I fucking kidding me. I fucking <laughs> okay. And a membership to our uh super secret patrons group on Facebook, which is lit. Yeah, that's where they figured out who you were. It was in the super secret patrons group. Uh, I'm very fascinated uh-huh. by this whole thing. I posted a picture of your face in there and I was like, go to town, ladies. Oh, shit. no. Uh, were they nice pops. or bad? Uh, they were fine. 
no, they're fine. They're okay. fine. They 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 get it. They understood my tone about it that I wasn't offended. Yeah. Anyway, okay. right. they're oh, our God. audience. They understand nuance. Also, um, I will say we recorded our last bonus show for the season of the bitch series, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, our. We have two bonus shows. We have Go Fuck Yourself, where we just talk blatantly about people we don't like uh-huh. under a five dollar or ten dollar paywall, whatever. It's so easy to destroy us. I don't yeah. care. I have so many enemies. Who gives a fuck? And then the second one. <laughs> but don't share it. Come on. Don't share it. Let's support, keep it private. Support women owned business. Exactly. And enjoy it because we are telling the truth. <laughs> um, and then the other show is Season of the Bitch. So the first season w- theme <laughs> is a uh, hot mess guest that we've banged. And we just closed that out. And boy, what Eight an episodes. Adventure. What a wild ride. The last one. Dare I say, maybe even the craziest one? Yeah, yeah the most amusing, objectively. I can't tell you, but uh, whoo, we'll I'll tell, tell you, you off fair. Okay, cool, um, cool, cool. But yes, definitely tune in. And also, if you have any suggestions for what our next theme should be, we have a few ideas, but please DM us. We want to keep creating content that you actually want to listen to. Yeah, That's kind please. of the whole point. So DM us, send us an email, and we will take those under advisement. It's, it's a, a comedy, comedy podcast. podcast.